the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray it's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back or relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing an awesome message with you that's entitled, Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Something God wants every believer to do, including me and you. All of us who are born again have the awesome opportunity to have a close, intimate relationship with God Almighty. Imagine that, us with God Almighty. But unfortunately, although the opportunity is there, not many of us get there. That is, have and enjoy the close, intimate relationship with God that He wants us to do. The good news is that there are things that can be done by us to increase the intimacy between God and us. There are pathways that God's Word tells us that we can follow that will get us to the place where we have the close, intimate relationship with God that He desires to have with us. So, let's learn about some of those pathways that will help us to be able to get there. That is, into a more intimate relationship with Him. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Turn to Colossians chapter 4. Colossians chapter 4. You know, folk love spooky Christianity. But they don't love meat and potatoes Come on, grits and sausage type Christianity. With some greens to make it go all the way through. You know what I'm saying? So we don't get all all, all plugged up type Christians. Well, you don't got a lot of word, but ain't nothing passed through. It's all just plugged up up in there. That's that's the ones be looking all deep. What they're really doing is hurting you. Colossians chapter 4. They ought to pray. Colossians chapter 4. Here's another spot. Go ahead and tell him, Paul. Because you know, Paul was taught by Jesus. He wasn't taught by man. He was taught by Jesus. Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. It says, Come, continue in prayer and watch in the same with thanksgiving. We're going to work on the first part. Continue in prayer. See, we're supposed to continue in prayer. That word continue right there means to be earnest towards, be earnest towards it, be earnest toward prayer. That is to persevere. That is to persevere. To persevere means to persist in anything undertaken, to persist in anything undertaken. Because many of us will start a thing, but we have trouble finishing the thing. We done got the alpha part down, Pat. We uh, we just don't know Omega that well. We know how to begin some stuff, 
but we don't end some stuff the way it's supposed to. God says, I need you to continue in prayer. This ain't something that you do like you did with that money part about the philanthropic where you did it for a minute, but don't do it no more. You know, before it was like a whole bunch of money coming into uh, benevolence, like, you know, hey, yeah, give it, just give it away. Whoever need help, give it to them. Persevere, which means to maintain. It also means to maintain a purpose in spite of difficulty, obstacles or discouragement. To maintain a purpose in spite of difficulties, obstacles or discouragement, which means if there's any difficulties that rise up, it will not affect our prayer. If there's any obstacles that rise up, they will not affect our prayer. If there's even any discouragement that occurs, we're not going to stop praying. Because, you know, some folk, they, they try to punish God because they thought stuff should have happened sooner. You know, because they are better God than God is. You know, how, you know, how some folk are better God than God is. God, if God could just be as good a God as they are, you know, because they know how long things should take. And so anything past that is like God taking too long. Or they know how God should have came through. And if it comes through any other way, God is wrong. Because they've been a God, they saying like, God, look, I've been God of my life longer than you've been God of my life. So let me teach you how to be God of my life. You know how some folk do. I know none of y'all do, you know, but you know, you know how some folk do. So try to punish God. I ain't going to talk to you because I didn't get what I want. You know how immature children do? They get mad at you. You not my friend no more. When they're real little, they even tell the parents that you ain't my mama, daddy no more. Until they need some mommy, dad, daddy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, you got the same thing in the body of Christ. You got a lot of immature folk that won't even talk to God because they things didn't happen the way they thought it should happen. But they get quiet. Come on, you know it's true. They might have been all up in praise and worship before just having a ball. You know, just having a ball all up in praise and worship and stuff like that. Let something happen in their life. Ain't got nothing to say. So if they do that publicly, you can imagine what they do privately. They don't persevere. Let me give you some words that relate to persevere which also speak to what we ought to do concerning prayer. Here's some words that relate to persevere. Hang in. We ought to hang in prayer. See, when things get difficult, when we try to start or try to increase our prayer life, we need to just hang in there. Don't stop. Persevere in drawing near. Don't stop. Persevere in drawing near. We ought to hang on. Hallelujah. See, when it seems like we're going to drop off in our praying, we should hang on. See, it as though you're holding on. You know, some people are like, Man, Pastor, I'm, I'm, I'm down to the end of my rope. Well, you flat out better hold on. Praise God. <laughs> that ought to be inspiration to hold on even more. Don't let go. Persevere in prayer. Persevere in drawing near. Or you can also hang on and hold on. Here's another one. Hold on. When it seems like we're going to let praying, praying go, we ought to say to ourselves, no, I'm not letting prayer go. I'm going to pray because God told me I got great benefits that come from it. Hold on to your original plan 
to be God's woman and man of prayer. Bet you when you first started hearing it, you was like, man, I'm going to be the man of prayer. I'm going to be a woman of prayer. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray. But then here come life come your way. Come on now. Praying ain't too much different than losing weight. We all plan to do it. Some of us, the only weight watches we do is when we look in the mirror. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. We watch and wait. All right. Praise God. <laughs> Prayer is your pathway to increase intimacy with God. Don't just watch. Pray. Persevere and draw near. That word, that word continue also means to be constant, constantly diligent, to be constantly diligent. We ought to be constantly diligent at praying. The word diligent right there means constant in effort to accomplish something. Constant in effort to accomplish something. We want to accomplish something. We want to pray. So we want to be constant in our effort to do so. Diligence fosters industriousness. Diligence fosters industriousness. Why you say that, Pastor? Because a lot of us always come up with a with, with, with a thing where I, I, I just can't do it. I want to do it, but I just can't do it. No, if you wanted to, you figure out a way. If you wanted to, you figure out a way. Come on, y'all don't mind going. Some of y'all don't mind going back with me. Rest of y'all, you probably, most of y'all don't know nothing about talking about, but at least I'm sure it's at least two people up in here know what I'm talking about. Let's go all the way back. Let's go way back, long before salvation. Back when, when you didn't even have a legitimate job and honey had no money. But you wanted to go to the party. And it's somehow you always made it to the party. Came up with the cover charge. Came up with the money for the setup. Come on up here. Even was able to buy some of them sausages or whatever they sold up in there too. Tacos, whatever. You, you always found a way. You say nothing about, no, I don't have no gas money. You call five, six of your friends. Look, everybody, everybody put in a quarter. Everybody put in a quarter. That was back there when gas was about a quarter. Praise God. Everybody put in a quarter. Now it's what? Five dollars, four dollars. Hallelujah. But back then it was a quarter. Praise God. Nineteen cents, stuff like that. Everybody put in a quarter. And we all squoze on a little bitty ride and got there. Now we grown and it's time to pray. It's like somehow or another we just can't figure out a way. Diligence fosters industriousness. Industriousness means actions characterized by energy, effort, and attention. Actions characterized by energy, effort, and attention. It actually comes from a Latin word that means to arrange, devise, to arrange and devise. Therefore, it means from its presumed original sense, it means devising inwardly and secretly. Devising inwardly or secretly. Or can I paraphrase? Those who are industrious will find a way to make it happen. You won't even have to talk about it. You're just going to do it. You ain't even going to talk about it. Inside, you're figuring out a way. Okay, that didn't work. Okay, let me figure out a way. Let me get this done because I'm going to do what I got to do. Old folk used to say it this way. Where there's a will. Oh, y'all talked to a lot of them. Who didn't you? I talked to them. <laughs> Where there's a will. There's a way. So that means if there's no way, there's no will. 
which means if you can't find a way to get this done, it's because you really don't want to. Because if you want to, you'll do it. That word diligently or continue, praise God, also means to attend assiduously, assiduously, all the exercises, to attend assiduously, all the exercises. You know, I got to use that education every once in a while. Assiduously means constant in application or effort, constant in application or effort. Well, you're just going to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Whatever it takes to do, you're going to keep doing it. That's why it also means unremitting and tirelessly. Assiduously means unremitting or tirelessly. Well, you're not going to give up. You're not going to relinquish it. You're just going to keep doing what you got to do. Come on now. You know, some of y'all used to play that same number all the time assiduously some of you went and used that same tactic years ago long time ago add time you went to the to the to the, to the gas station you had change left over just give me coming them scratch offs and you and you work those scratch offs assiduously it loads again but the next time you go back and do it again get all excited look i want a dollar but you done gave up 500 Because you, you saw something that you was going to receive a benefit one day. So you kind of went after it. Now, that's a fluff and a bluff. But God told you the bona fide stuff. He told you he's going to get you and do for you things that's going to benefit you. So you need to do it assiduously. You got to do it unremitting, unrelenting, uh, unremitting. You got to do it tirelessly. It also means to adhere closely to. To do it constantly means to adhere closely to. To adhere, of course, you already know, means to stay attached, stick fast, cleave, cling to, get stuck on praying, get stuck on prayer. Come on now, get stuck on prayer. Wherever you go, it's right there. It also means be devoted to. We need to become devoted to prayer. Sometimes a lot of people say, I don't I have trouble being devoted to prayer. Then be devoted to the person that you're praying to, the Lord, the one that came through for you. Sometimes when you put a face on it, it makes it easier. Psalms number five. I apologize ahead of time. I'm about to start cussing at you. Psalms number five. That's what some of you are going to think. I'm not actually going to do that. But some of you are going to think that I'm cussing at you. Psalms number five. So I apologize ahead of time. Look at your neighbor and say, he already apologized. Mm-hmm. But he's actually speaking in parables. He ain't really cussing at you. That's just what you got out of it. Psalms number five. Now here, give word, give, give ear to my words. Consider my meditation. Hearken unto the voice of my cry, my king. Oh, my God, for unto thee will I pray. Everybody say, okay, I'm still good. My voice shall thou hear in the morning. Oh, Lord, now he cussing. <laughs> My voice shall thou hear in the morning. Oh, Lord. In case you missed it, in the morning. Oh, he repeated it. Well, I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. I guess some of us got to wake up to look up. He said, my voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and I will look up. See, we should purpose to rise early, daily to pray. 
That word morning right there properly means dawn. Oh, Lord. That word properly means dawn. Now, this is speaking more specifically of at the break of day. Some of y'all thinking that ain't making it no better. But see, with that in mind, you got to understand early daily yeah, that he talking about he was going we need to work up that we need to rise up early daily. Early daily is relative to your day. Early daily is relative to your day. See, early daily for a person on day shift is different from early daily on a person on night shift. Early daily on a person on day shift is different than early daily on a person on night shift. He's not requiring like that to be early morning, like early morning, morning, but it could be your morning because your morning might be later. But whatever it is, get up earlier. Whatever it is, get up. Early. It's like tithing. God set a, a concept that fit everybody across the board. It's called tithe. He didn't set the amount. He told you it's relative to what you make. So if you make a dollar, give me a dime. You make 10, make it one at the next time. You make 100, give me 10. 1,000, give me 100. 10,000, give me 1,000. Everything is relative. Does that make sense? That although everybody gives a different amount, everybody gives the same thing. God's saying he expects the same with prayer too. Rise early. Oh, Lord. I thought I'd give David a good explanation. It's, it's the principle is the same. So if you know, you, look, I don't even get up till 12, 1130. 11. Oh, it's getting quieter. The point is earlier, regardless of what your early day daily is, make sure that you make your early daily is. No matter, regardless of what your early daily is, make sure your early daily is his. He's saying, give me your first. Turn to Psalm number 88. Thank you for those two, three, eight mans. Praise God. And those 158 omis. Psalms 88. Stanza number 13. But unto thee have I cried, O Lord. And in the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. In the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. See, see, we can cry out to God in the morning. Why? Because our prayer will prevent him. Now, that's not prevent him as in stop him. That word prevent right there means to project oneself. To project oneself. That is to proceed. To proceed. Best way I can explain it is this. Anybody ever been to a wedding? Where they rolled out to. The, 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 the walk, the pathway for the, for the bride. Whereas in, 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 at the wedding, everybody else just walked there. But then when the bride came down, everything stopped. And maybe two people or somebody came and pulled that pathway down for her. And once that pathway was pulled down, somebody else came, little kid came and throwing, um, rope flower petals all over the place and stuff like that. That was them preventing her. That was them preventing her. That's what this word prevent means. It laid a pathway for her. So that once the pathway is laid, flowers are thrown. It's official for her to come out now. 
And God says, get up early and pray because your prayers prevent me. Your prayers lays the path for me. Your pray, your prayers throws down the flowers for me. And once everything is there, all rise for the entrance of the bride. Once everything is in place, all be prepared for the entrance of the Lord. Because your prayers prevent him. It lays the pathway for him. But if you don't lay the pathway for him, girlfriend is dressed up, ready to be married, but she don't come out. Even though she's there, she can't come out of there. And even though God's there with you, he won't come out until you lay the pathway for him. I'm trying. Psalms number 143, please. Psalms number 133. Which means if you don't prevent God, you prevent God from doing what it is he wants to do. You don't lay the path for him as in prevent. Then you prevent, hinder, and stop him from doing what he wants to do. Because remember, he said, you draw nigh to me, I'll draw nigh to you. You make a move, I'll make a move. But if you don't make a move, you prevented me from making my move. So don't prevent me, prevent me. Don't prevent me, stop me, prevent me by rolling out the path for me so that I can come and do what I want to do. We in Psalms number 143. Psalms number 143. We're going to look at stanza number eight. It says, cause me to hear thy loving kindness in the morning. For in thee do I trust. Cause me to know the way wherein I should walk. For I lift up my soul unto thee. See, if we cry out to God in the morning, we will hear from God in the morning. If we cry out to God in the morning, whatever your morning is, everything's relative. You'll hear from God in the morning. That word hear right there means hear intelligently. Hear intelligently. I can give you all theological definitions for it. But can somebody say with clarity? Which means the way you're going to hear is with clarity. You're going to hear him with clarity. Such a way where there'll be no distractions, no stuff all around. But you'll be able to hear clearly the revelation that he brings down. He says, cause me to hear thy loving kindness. Listen to what the psalm is called God talking to him. His loving kindness. That word loving kindness translates kindness. But this is deep. Rarely. But sometimes. It also means reproof. Rarely, but sometimes it also means reproof. Reproof means correction. It's loving kindness even when God corrects you. Because there's times he's going to come and talk to you. Whisper sweet things in your ear. And there's other times he's going to come and straighten out some stuff between your ears. But both of them are loving kindness. Both of my loving kindness. Hallelujah. That's whether you get comforted, comforted or corrected. Both ones. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I really hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about the increased intimacy that God wants us to have with Him, the importance of it, and the benefit that comes from it. 
hope even more that you're seeing the importance of doing what you need to do to follow the pathways to increase intimacy that God's word lays out for me and you so that God can get what he wants. That is an increased intimacy of relationship with you and me. If you want to get a message in its entirety, just go at the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride if you need a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee you, you'll be blessed when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the brothers of San Antonio and surrounding areas to a fellowship that's held at Word of Faith just for you. We invite all the brothers of San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Breakfast of Champions Men's Breakfast this Saturday morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the Sisters from Word of Faith. Prepare for the Brothers of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one of my brothers that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, just for the brothers, that's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late, that's if you want to play. Child care is provided at no charge. Neither I, VIP transportation services available for this too. So come on through and bring a couple brothers with you when you do. I'm guaranteeing that you'll be blessed, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.